It's time for Fat Dude Digs Flicks with your host, Andy the Fat Dude. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of Fat Dude Digs Flicks. I am your resident fat dude, Andy, coming to you recorded from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, with another fast take. I need to come up with a more creative name than the hot take. Like, I feel like I should have something food-related. So maybe <laughs> maybe by the next episode, you'll see something a little different that might be a little bit more creor- creative, creative, creative or creative, whichever. Uh... But it'll probably be something food-related. Because, like, I like that idea. I like this notion, uh, for right now at least, for trying to have all of my stuff uh, relate to obesity. Uh, Because, I don't know. Why not? It's funny, because every time I get out of my car, uh, I feel like people are going to be more drawn to the fact that I'm gigantic, like, tall-wise. They'll be like, man, it should be tall, dude. But then I'd be like, it won't fit on a driver's license. It won't fit on a license plate. So I should be fat, dude. That That's that saying, if, if you're listening and you don't know, um, my license plate does say fat, dude. Because, you know, you, you want to make something of yourself. You got you to gotta spend money to make money. Am I right? Am I right? See, this is where if I had a co-host, they'd be like, that's right. Or if I had my girlfriend as my co-host, she'd be like, whatever, baby. So, so uh, yeah, uh, my license plate's a fat dude. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. I want to change the name of this podcast. It's still going to be Fat Dude Digs Flicks, but I want to call my little review something else that has to do with food. So if you're listening to this and you have a suggestion for what it could be food-related... That would be really cool. I will take your suggestions and go with them. Uh, Today's quick podcast, this little takeout, this little amuse-bouche, as it were. That's a good one. That's a good uh, podcast name. Your little amuse-bouche. And I'm going to say it like that, too, so it sounds really American. This is my amuse-bouche podcast. Today's quick little review is on Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp is the most recent Marvel film. Just came out officially today in theaters. Uh, It is the palate cleanser to Avengers Infinity War. Um, and let's let's talk about it really quick. I I thought this was a, a lot of fun. I thought it was a good time. It doesn't really take anything too seriously. Uh, it's just an enjoyable romp. It's very funny. Uh, Paul Rudd is... I, I like Paul Rudd, so uh, Paul Rudd, so I'm not going to really ever say anything bad about him. Uh, I think he's very entertaining. So, you know, there's always going to be a bit of a Paul Rudd bias in this podcast. Uh, he's, yeah, he's pretty pretty great in this movie. He does a really good job with this character. It's it's Paul Rudd in an Ant-Man costume. I mean, that's really all there is to it. Uh, also really good in this movie, um, oh, Michael Pena, uh, who plays Luis, was really good. Uh, he's, he's just always funny. I mean, he always gets a chance to do something really silly, and especially when he goes on his little storytelling rants, uh, he gets another opportunity to do this. It's, it's a very formulaic movie that really follows the same notion, the same idea. It's not as, like, I felt like the first one with the villain involved, it goes a little dark, and this one 
uh, this one never really feels that heavy. It feels very, very light. And as far as the villains are concerned in this, I'm, I'm jumping around. Let's go back to performances, and I'll get back to this whole villain thing. Um, actually, I should talk about villains and spoilers. Uh, we'll figure this out as we go. The other person who I really enjoyed in this movie was Randall Park. Uh, Randall Park plays like an FBI agent. Uh, and Randall Park is always a lot of fun when he pops up in movies. Uh, but here he was just, he was delightful. And it was another little side character. I mean, his character doesn't really matter, and I doubt that we'll see him in another installment. Uh, but he was a lot of fun. And I, I like, you know, I like seeing him. Seeing him. He's really enjoyable. Uh, so yeah, three three pretty standout comedic performances uh, that kind of helped ease this along. I think as far as seriousness goes, the the other characters really are the the serious aspects of this film, and they're fine. I mean, I like I like Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp, um, and Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer, and Lawrence Fishburne, and Hannah John Kamen. Hannah, right? Right? Hannah John came in? It's, yeah. Uh, as Ghost. I thought they were all fine. I thought it was a, just a, it's, it, no one has to do anything that's super dark or dreary. So it's always a little like, well, I mean, the performances were fine, but they weren't anything super spectacular. And that, But that's just the kind of movie it is. It's the kind of movie that relies on lightheartedness and easygoing nature. So it's not really going to be anything that's super profound. Uh, but they did a fine job. Um, my, I thought the action sequences were good. It, it, it definitely felt like a comic book. I think that's the thing that really clicked with me with Infinity War, is just how these comic book movies are starting to feel like comic book movies, and that's not a criticism. For me, that's a compliment, because, you know, I remember going through comic books as a kid. As a kid. I was just one kid. No matter how fat I am, I was still just one person. Uh, as a kid and kind of reading, you know, these their stories would maybe be self-contained. Sometimes they would be linked to other stories, uh, but they would come to an end or they would have their cliffhanger. And it would just feel like every moment was there to kind of top the next and top the next. And they just, these ones feel like they are chapters in a bigger story. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it, it is self-contained. And much like Incredibles 2, <clears throat> the, the plot isn't really what's important to make it its own story. It just kind of broadens the world that Ant-Man and the Wasp created. Or um, that, that the first Ant-Man created. So it's just an expansion of the world. And that's not, that's not wrong. I mean, if you like these characters, you're going to enjoy the ride you go on. And you want to see more of them. Uh, and that's, that's what I really appreciated about this one. Um... As far as the villain situation this movie goes, there's a villain, and, you know, that that villain certainly antagonizes our heroes, but I feel like the greater quest of this movie is trying to get into the quantum realm to find uh, Hope's mother. Um, that's what kind of sets this story in motion, and there are other little elements that come in conflict to, to prevent that from happening. Um, I think Ghost is super cool, and I'll talk more about Ghost and spoilers, um, but I think, as far as a villain goes, nothing is really super strong. Ghost is a cool character, but as far as villains go, it's the, the, the villainy nature, villain, villainy, villainy, the villainous, the bad guy, the, 
that, that part of the story is really secondary uh, to this this journey to get uh, um, Janet Van Dyne out of the quantum realm. So that's fine. Um, my my criticisms are are kind of that. I mean, because it doesn't have a very strong villain plot line. The, like I said, I like the ghost character. It's just the whole villainy, pl- villainous plot line is a little thin. Um, the effects at from time to time can kind of come off as silly. Like I know that they're trying to use more practical effects as opposed to visual or uh, the like CGI, um, and they work most of the time. There are a few parts here and there where it does feel pretty silly, uh, and it just doesn't quite feel genuine like you want your effects to really blend in with what's happening and these ones it doesn't it's not quite like that here and there um so because of that and i'm gonna go ahead and go into spoilers here in a minute so i'll just go ahead and wrap this up for you if you've been listening this far and you're wanting a taco rating on this movie i'm gonna go ahead and give ant-man and the wasp three and a half tacos it's a positive three and a half tacos uh it was a very enjoyable movie and i had a good time and i would certainly recommend this movie to people that like the avengers that like the marvel movies and that definitely like the first ant-man movie i think if you thought the first ant-man movie was silly and not weren't really a fan of that I would like to think that maybe this one would change your mind, but it's probably unlikely. Um, it was a lot of fun, and I, I I can't wait for it to come out on Blu-ray because I, I really look forward to adding this to my collection. Uh, there were some scenes that were a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good time. So, if you don't want to have the ending, uh, the, the villain plot line, the credit sequence spoiled for you, uh, I would go ahead and shut this off now. Thank you for listening to Fat Dude Dig Slicks. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. So like and subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review. I really want some boosts. Oh, I got to talk about one last thing. I, oh, two, two. I have two other things to talk about before I do. I fade out. Um, the first one was I would like to uh, recommend a podcast to everyone listening right now. Uh, my friend from college from the University of South Dakota, Coyotes! Go Yotes! <laughs> um, is, has started a podcast with his wife uh, where they are, they are both educators and during the summer they get a bit of a break. Uh, so how they spend their summer is by watching movies because that's what you do. Uh, and they've composed a list... Each one of them has composed a list that they are making their partner watch, which I think is a great idea because he's picked some kind of, well, you know, uh, more action-y oriented, from what it sounds like. They, they haven't revealed their full lists yet, uh, but from what it sounds like, he's selected some more action-y movies, and she has selected more romantic comedies, but even she compliments him on his uh, listening uh, to having, or for, for having watched a lot of romantic comedies thus far. Uh, but He's made a list for her, she's made a list for him, they're going to watch it, and they're going to talk about the movie that they have to watch. Their first episode, which will be dropping next week, is on Predator, the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, where uh, at the very beginning, two giant muscular men shake hands before Trump had to show how manly he is with his handshake. Uh, Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers do it better. Uh, Yeah, so definitely look for Summer's off right yeah summer's off on itunes stitcher wherever you get your podcasts spotify uh just find it on there and i would definitely subscribe to that i i think they 
I think they're really funny. Uh, they're married, so they better have chemistry. <laughs> but listening to their preview episode, they definitely do. It should be a really fun listen. Uh, so do me a favor and subscribe to that podcast, too. You won't regret it. Uh, and then the second thing I want to talk about, uh, my sister... Uh, sent me a message on my little video on Facebook. I did a little brief review of uh, Jurassic World last week, and I meant to podcast... Did I podcast? Yeah, I podcast on that one. Yeah, I, I did. But I meant to do a follow-up on uh, a podcast on Sicario, which, if you don't didn't know, I really like Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Uh, I would highly recommend it. It's an adult thriller. It's kind of unkind to a lot of its characters. It's not a very uh, jovial movie, but I think you kind of get that idea already. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would see Sicario. Give I gave that one four tacos. Um, but she asked me on the little video review, like, to tell, tell how I really feel about Jurassic Park. And I want to take just a really quick minute to, to talk about Jurassic Park. I think I would rake, rate the Jurassic Park series with the original Jurassic Park definitely the best of the series without question uh, followed by Lost World Jurassic Park 2 then Jurassic World then Jurassic Park 3 and then Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom uh, I think I hated this movie more than Jurassic Park 3 which was terrible uh, yeah this movie is pretty awful I, I can't mince words I thought it sucked and every time I hear other people talk about it or I read more reviews about it, I'm just trying to wrap my mind around how some, how a lot of people can think it's, oh, it's stupid fun. No, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean, people can like movies. People can dislike movies. I'm not going to knock it too hard. I just did not enjoy Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So that's that. But again, ranking my Jurassic Park movies, Jurassic Park. Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 3, and then, way down the list, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to wrap it up. Again, like, subscribe, follow, all that stuff on the social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, it is summer movie season, and co going to the movies costs a little bit of money. And if you want to send me a donation, just be like, hey man, here you go, that's cool. Uh, or... Or, if you want to make a recommendation and you want me to make me go see something terrible, like Hotel Transylvania 3 is coming out pretty soon, and there's no fucking way I'm going to go see that movie on my own. Uh, so if you want to force my hand and make me go see something that I'm going to hate, uh, you, you can definitely uh, send a donation, send a Fandango or Amazon gift card or uh, Voodoo. I don't know if Voodoo does gift cards. But somewhere where I can either have access to movie tickets or to uh, streaming to rent something that you want me to watch, you certainly can. And I promise that if you recommend something, I will do a podcast on it, uh, no matter how bad it may be. Uh, all you have to do is just email a gift card to fatdudedigsflicks at gmail.com. I will podcast and watch anything you suggest. I promise. I will. So let's try and 
generate some of those. Give me give me some shit to watch because I like watching bad movies. I mean, even if they make me feel miserable, I still enjoy getting my moment to watch movies. Uh, so that's going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and go over to spoilers for Ant-Man and the Wasp. I will keep them quick. But uh, for the rest of you who are not going to listen to spoilers, have a wonderful rest of your week. For the rest of you who are, let's do this. So, how long have you been Ant-Man again? Not long. It just sort of happened. I wish I could fight bad guys like you. I seem to mess it up almost every time. Alright, so spoilers for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh... I really liked the character of the ghost. Of ghost, I thought. I thought uh, Hannah John Kamen did a great job. Uh, I'm really interested to see if she returns for either another Ant Man movie or if she uh, survived Thanos's snap uh, because she was not included at the in the end credit sequence. Um, I thought she was a good character, and I like the idea that you know. With since Janet helped her, um, maybe just maybe we'll get to see this character kind of turn into a good guy. Um, I think in the comic books she's kind of an anti-hero. I don't really know. I'm not. I'm not really well versed as far as modern Marvel comic books go. I just don't read a lot of Marvel. Uh, but I enjoyed that character. I thought she did a good job, and I think that you know, uh, her conflict was, was good. I don't know how much it worked as a villain, because like I said, I thought the, the, the central plot of them trying to get Janet out of the quantum realm is really what took over, and she was more of an obstacle, and, and then Walton Goggins' character, too, was just more of an obstacle. It wasn't, it wasn't, the, the central conflict of the film was not their rivalry. I wasn't really drawn to wanting to watch what happened between the two of them, but I liked her character. So I'll be interested to see if she comes back. Uh, I thought she was fun. I thought she was a good character. I thought her her powers were cool. I wonder if she still has powers. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of questions, but I, I thought that she did a good job and it was a cool look. It was a really cool looking character and I, I like that. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is the mid credit sequence. The end credit sequence I thought tonally was really cool because there were a lot of things I liked about it. I liked the emergency sirens uh, going off on the television. Uh, I liked that and then, but it felt like the payoff was probably didn't feel worth it to a lot of people. I thought it was a nice extra joke, uh, but after the mid credit sequence, I just felt it was, uh, it was, it had it, it was kind of uh, not, it didn't, it fell out of place is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but that mid credit sequence, oh, that was cool. That was great. I, I was wondering the whole movie what was going to happen and if they were going to do anything to kind of tie the movie into Infinity War. And to have Scott go into the quantum realm and then have no way to get out because all three of his partners have been snapped out of existence, uh, that was really cool. So I'm excited to see what happens. (laughs) I'm kind of worried about if Ant-Man will be in Avengers 4. Uh, how are they going to get him out? Who's who's alive that can help get him out of the quantum realm? And who knows that he's there? So this is going to be very interesting. I hope I, I I hope they figure something out. I yeah, 
because wow, I can't remember in that promotional. There's a, that 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 kind of uh, production art still that's going around of the Avengers Four, Avengers Four, and I can't remember if Ant Man is in that picture or not. Um, but yeah, this leaves a lot of questions as to what's going to happen with Ant Man in the in, in Avengers Four. Uh, I you know with those other characters that was that was cool to see them in like you know the the floating ash again. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. I think that's kind of what contributes to this whole, you know, these movies feel more like comic books because you're waiting, like, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen? When they were all solo movies that weren't really connected, you didn't really feel that. You weren't like, oh, man, what's gonna happen on the next one? It was just more of a, oh, we're building to something, but something happens in this movie, and then when it's over, I'm not really drawn into the next one. So I really like how Marvel is handling this, uh, making it feel like episodic movies, and that's super cool. Um, yeah, it's not a big spoiler, but I wanted to talk about those things. Uh, so that's really, I mean, it's a spoiler for people that haven't seen the movie, but there's not much I, I want to say to those of you that already have. Uh, if you liked it, you liked it. If you didn't, you didn't. But I really had a good cho- good choim, good choim. I had a good time. <laughs> uh, at Ant-Man and the Wasp. So Ant-Man the Wasp gets three and a half tacos, uh, a fun time at the movies, and that's really all I needed. Just something to kind of lighten the the Marvel mood after Infinity War. I think it kind of sucks that there's not going to be another Marvel movie this year. I think we've got to wait until, what, February for Captain Marvel? And that's that feels like a long wait. I mean, it's only, what, seven months, so it's not too bad. But I think we got used to having... Marvel movies every quarter, and now we won't, so, whew, what are we gonna do? Um, but yeah, three and a half tacos for Ant-Man and the Wasp, and that's gonna do it for this episode of Fat Dude Digs Flicks. Um, you can like, subscribe, follow, whatever you do on those various social medias. I am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, review these podcasts. I want, the more people review them, the more audience I get, because it kind of boosts me up into the, the upper echelon on the subscription charts. I don't really have any subscribers, I don't think. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any record of that. But it would be really cool if there was some way that this could, to, could break out a little bit. Um, what else? Yeah, like I said, recommend something, fatdudedigsflicks at gmail.com. Even if you just have a question or want to talk about something, you don't have to give me money or a gift card. I don't care. I just want to talk about movies for almost 20 minutes. Um, what else? Anything else? Uh, listen to Summer's Off. It's going to be a good time. And that's going to do it for this episode of Fat Dude Digs Flicks. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Fat Dude Digs Flicks.